Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Brewer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry in for Boomer this morning. We heard some of the Anthony Rendon stuff earlier from CeeLo. If you missed it, he basically, and now, of course, is with the Angels, signed that big contract after the Nationals success that he had and, and said that baseball isn't really a priority in his life, his faith that his family is, and if baseball ever took... Uh, over for those things, they would have to quit baseball, and then he's getting asked a million times, "Do you want to be here?" You know, he's a guy that since he's gone to L.A. to play with the the Angels, he's he's barely played. He's always been hurt. He got in that that dust up with that A's fan. Remember, he grabbed the guy. Yeah. So he he's just been he, he's been a mess. And we're talking about Rick Pitino and his comments and how you said that Rick Pitino was honest. I felt like, yeah, he was honest, but he also should have taken some sort of accountability for the way that the team played as opposed to pointing fingers all over the place. When you hear the Anthony Rendon stuff, I mean, is that is that honesty as well that he deserves credit for? Because oh, 100%. But I think as a fan and you see the money that they make, you just would you would hope they would just care a little bit more. And I'm not saying he doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. He it basically sounds said it. like he doesn't. Yeah, he don't. He's 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 made it clear that he does not care. And it sounded like he's there for a paycheck, and that's it. And then when you look at the track record of how much he has and has not played, like Mike Trout hasn't played a ton, and that's another reason why his quote that uh, CeeLo talked about earlier about wanting the organization to go out and do something rings hollow too. Well, part of the problem your organization has had is that you don't play. You're always hurt, and I know you can't control that, but. That's the fact of the situation, and, and it hurts when, when the arguably the best player in the game uh, plays half the season. Uh, in this case, they spent a lot of money on Anthony Rendon. He was one of those guys they, they sought after, they wanted, they got, and he, there's been no bang for his buck. I mean, for what they've paid him, he's given them very little in terms of, forget numbers, just in terms of being on the field and participating. So if you're a fan of that team, it would bother I me. Mean, I, I get it. As a father... 
totally understand that you want to be there for your family, and that comes first, and it should. But my God, just act like you care a little bit more about you know a job that's paying you a ridiculous amount of money. And I, I wonder how many other athletes feel the way that Anthony Rendon does and don't say it. I think more than we care to know. Yes! That was going to be my answer. We don't want to know mm-hmm. how many of those. And I think that there are still some guys that really desperately care yep. about bringing a championship to the fan base and winning. And I'm not saying that every athlete doesn't care. I mean, for crying out loud, Jalen Brunson was in tears when he was being interviewed after one of those great games that he had. And they were chanting MVP. And you could tell that he just he, he wants to win. And he also has a pretty affordable team-friendly contract for what he brings the team. He's still making a ton of money, but that's a guy who clearly cares. I mean, I, I would be willing to say that maybe 30 to 40% of mm-hmm. professional athletes probably feel the same way Anthony Rendon does. Yeah, and have no, when they lose, it bothers them for 30 seconds, and they move on with their life. I mean, like, James Harden does not care does about not, has anything. Never, doesn't appear like it. No. I mean, he cares about individually, like, getting respect and say, oh, look at my numbers here, look at my numbers there. As far as winning goes, he does not care. And He's I, made that clear. And I think before we would sit there and yell and scream about it, I think we'd all have to look in the mirror and say, how much would we care? And I don't know the answer to that. If all of a sudden I was being paid, let's say, because these are the numbers we're talking about, between 20 and $50 million a year to play a game. And the money's guaranteed. Like, you're getting it no matter what. Uh, the desire, it takes a special person to still have that that inner fire like the Jordans, like the Jeters, you know, the guys that win a lot, the Bradys. Not everybody has that. Not everybody has that. I do think, though, it takes a certain level of focus and drive to get to that point to get paid that well, much. for sure. So, I mean, a lot of these guys continue that. That's just their mentality. But there's others that, honestly, you know, they do what Ryan Clark said, which I put in all the work already, and now that I got the money, I'm going to try to do less. But there's two different things in play here. There is taking care of your body. There's putting the work in to be great so that you can have that contract and get another contract. And then there's the caring about winning. There's a lot of guys that are going to put up great numbers and never win a damn thing, but get rich in the process. And sure, I'm sure they look back and feel like, yeah, I'm a little incomplete, but you know what? I made $200 million. Like, I'm good. <laughs> Right or wrong? No, of course. Not everybody wins. No, of course. That's why I think about some of these these live guys, too, that go over there with the, you know, like John Rahm, the 200. So he won a Masters, right? I mean, he's got a green jacket. He's got that for the rest of his life. Never take it away from him. What, you got $300 million to go over there Mm -hmm. and start his own team? Yeah. Like, guaranteed, most Mm -hmm. of it up front? Yep. And and he's someone that's still, I think, is still going to have the drive to win majors. But if he doesn't... Does it sting less now that he's got oh, all that I, money? Listen, he's had money before this. Now he's got absurd amounts of money. I, yeah, I think it does sting less. How could it not? Yeah. Like, honestly. You know, you... But, but Tiger, though, he's made more well, money than anybody in but, pro sports. So Tiger falls into that. The special ones. The yeah. ones that are driven by winning. Tiger was... You know, there was... I think I was telling you in Vegas. There was a video um, that they posted. Uh, Golf Channel did this little uh, piece on Tiger as a... I think he was five and his dad Earl was so confident in his ability that he was taking he was already like participating in these youth tournaments at that age which makes sense when we saw the video from when he was a really small kid they had this uh tournament there this um I'm sorry this match with a I think she was 11 she was like the youth champion at this club in California now she beat him but there was Tiger I think he shot 46 it was a nine-hole match he was five 
She beat him by like three shots. Point is, he was he was raised that you go out there, you compete, you win. Not everybody has that. You might be great at something, but you may not have that drive. He had it. So I think he still does, just he's not physically capable anymore. And a story that has somewhat something to do with golf that Al put on the show sheet this morning was that Amanda Renner, uh, formerly Amanda Balionis of CBS Sports, apparently was not wearing her very large wedding ring, her engagement ring, the big rock with the diamond on it during the Genesis interviews where she would, of course, talk to the golfers after they were done with their rounds. And that was like a big deal because this was like a huge rock. And then you get all these guys. And the reason why, you know, people are paying attention is like you get all these guys that are watching a bunch of dudes play golf. And then Amanda Renner pops on the screen and all of a sudden, (laughs) you know, so then they notice these things. So I remember seeing her. You know, it's so funny about this is she was at the Breitling event Mm -hmm. out in Vegas that Boomer had. And I remember noticing the size of that ring. She was wearing it out there. Like, it glistened. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoever her husband is, is got to be filthy rich. <laughs> That's some wealth that right. went into that ring. I remember seeing that. Mm. So the fact now that it was off, like, I wonder, I wonder if she got a lot of comments about how big it was, that it was almost taking, it was distracting that's why she took it off, or who so knows? There's something going on in her personal life. So I life guess it's usually on every weekend. Yeah, because I was going to say maybe she doesn't travel with it. Yeah, I don't know. I but mean, that's a possibility. It's amazing though that that became like I I didn't think about it until the story came out. Like I watched those interviews and I saw her with her, sure. I, but I didn't think about it. You, how long have you gone without your ring? <sighs> I mean, I don't play golf with it on. Four, oh, okay. four hours I, I do so sometimes if I whatever if I wash the dishes once in a while I will yeah. take it off and put it on the little windowsill right there will be times I'll go days not realizing it's not on I mean who knows maybe she see, just I left can't, it I home see, once, the, the, once it's on there it's on there it's like I can't it feels weird when it's off yeah, yeah. unless I'm wearing gloves of some sort I'm kind of but used we're to it. men with the little band she's got True. this giant rock yeah and plus she's you know, I, there's millions of men watching this salivating over her. So has she posted anything about this pigs. in response? Um, no, I don't think no, so, no. Cares. No, I checked this morning and uh, the articles I was reading also said that she never posts anything about her personal life. Mm. So they didn't expect her to So all golf-related, yeah. usually. Hmm. Hey, Stephen Waldron of CBS <laughs> Sports. Is uh, Amanda Renner going through a personal crisis? Oh, jeez. I've never met her. I don't know. You've never met her? Well, he's on the road. You, and you had never met Tracy Wolfson, right? Before last week? I had met her once before. I believe it was might have been like San Francisco with you guys. You got to get more in the mix over there. You're a big-time employee. You're, you're, she is a Hofstra girl, though. Which one? Amanda. Amanda's a hot. Oh, I didn't even know that. Didn't know that either. Huh. How Long about, Island girl? How about that? I wonder if she was there when I was there. She's probably younger than me, though, right? I think she's younger than me. So, How old are you? So... I'm 37. Oh, wow. She's even younger than you. She's yeah. uh, 38. Oh, you were there at the same oh, time with her. Okay. How about that? Why don't you get her on and break the, and solve the case? <laughs> Hofstra to Hofstra. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, she would have to know, though, if with that size ring, that if she didn't wear it on television, that people would notice. She would have to know that. Well, they have. They're we, writing articles about it in the New York Post. Going to say we notice when a when a guy a grain of sand moves in a, in a bunker, people are noticing this thing. You think they're not going to know that? Of course they are. 
I mean, look at the the headline here in uh, the New York Post. Golf fans want to know what happened to Amanda Balionis' wedding was, ring. Now, I looked at the Post. This was in the Post this morning? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm looking at it right here. Boy, slow time. <laughs> but it's Renner now, not Balionis, right? Isn't it Renner? Balionis Renner. Oh, it's Balionis. So she's, she's married. She's not just engaged. Like, yeah. Right. All uh-huh. right. Yeah, whatever. It's their personal lives. Who cares? Yeah, well, if you're gonna flaunt a giant ring like that when you don't wear it, things are gonna happen. Yeah, People I know. A hundred percent. This is not your normal run of the mill wedding ring. I mean, this thing is like there's there's in, there's insurance on that thing. <laughs> she got it stolen. No, I'm just saying that it's it's that's that could be upwards of a million dollars. That thing on her hand. The ring's that big. I didn't see. Have I you did seen not. It? I no. I did not see it at the event. I did not. I mean, I was like blinded by that. I mm. needed the solar eclipse glasses <laughs> to look into that thing. <laughs> uh, let's go to Kevin Monroe. Wants to talk some Mets baseball and Pete Alonso. What's going on, Kevin? Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Well, first, I want to get back to the Anthony Rendon thing, man. Like they don't like as soon as the guy gets his contract, it's like they don't care anymore. It's like and that, and this is and then this is kind of how I feel about. Uh, Alonzo, like he's just gonna get his contract and then he's gonna start going downhill. Not all guys. I don't feel Not that way guys. about Pete. I just want to get back to what the other caller said too. Like besides Strawberry, like David Wright was twice or maybe ten times the player Alonzo was. We put way too much value into home runs. Alonzo hits a home run once every four or five games, and it's great. We also all say ooh and ah. He gives us nothing. He's like a pitcher. He's a starting pitcher. No. He comes in, <laughs> oh, games, you're swinging too far to the other run. end now. Yeah, I mean, let's he, not he hits a home- let's not kill okay. the guy either. He can carry right. you for a month. Listen. Okay, listen. Last year, the guy he hit it was early. It was late April or early May. He hit two three-run homers in close two or three games that won the game. And I thought, wow, this guy's going to have a great season. Then he went into the tank for like a month after he ran his mouth to the Braves. They hit him in the they hit him in the in the wrist, and he went into the tank for the rest of the season. As far as average goes, like I see a two fifteen average, I want to vomit. Like you want to give a guy with a two fifteen average, no, uh, you know, a hundred plus million dollars. That's the first thing that goes on a power hitter. The average goes from. 260 down into the 200 range, and the next thing to go is his power. I we're going to be looking at Alonzo in three years. Well, at like Kevin, I will tell you this: if you go back to last summer, the one thing I was saying was, if you're going to give Alonzo a new contract, do it now. I'm talking the summer of 2023 to where 2024 was part of it because he's not getting any younger. So I do agree with that point, but. Keep in mind, he did get injured last year, came back way too soon, which was part of why his numbers weren't where they might have been otherwise. Um, he's Is he the greatest player the Mets have ever produced? No, but let's not kill him either and call him a piece of garbage. I mean, he still is going to hit you 50 home runs, drive in 100 runs. I do agree. It depends on where those home runs are hit and when the runs are driven in. You're not wrong. And 217 sucks. That's true. Um, but let's not, as G said, let's not go so far the other way and just completely dismiss what he is that's not fair either i think that the all the answers to these questions will be on display in this season you're right and and some of the one of my stock lines that i should patent is the the big decisions in life they make themselves like something will happen 
that you know what the right thing to do is. And this season is going to provide those answers. And I would be really, really surprised that if the end of the season that everybody thinks that Pete Alonjo should stay and, man, what a great year, and the Mets overachieved, that he wasn't back. But if they're terrible again and he's just out there hitting some home runs and this team needs to rebuild and they've got to go out and, and continue to rebuild the farm system and they're 15 games out of first place and the Braves are running away with the division again? You trade him. You trade him. Yes. Exactly. I, I agree. I hate You know, I know Met fans love him, and I get it. But when you're talking about good business, you're going to end up trading him in that scenario for sure. Business is business, Jerry. I, I, That's okay. what it is. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry in for Boomer, CeeLo in for Jerry, and CeeLo is back with us. What's going on, Chris? Hi, brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket, order official state lottery games on your phone. Well, welcome to New York, Juan Soto. So now that you're here, you guys got enough to win the World Series? <laughs> you tell me. You, if you see the lineup, you see the, our bullpen, the starters, everything, like, we, we, need, we have everything that we need. And while we don't know if he'll be with the Yankees beyond this season, he definitely sounds excited to be here for 2024 at least. All that comes with the Yankee brand and, of course, Yankee history as well. When I hear that name, we just, definitely, I just think uh, mostly in my favorite player, that place here for a long time that was uh, Robinson Cano. Now, of course, they're both from the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. They played in the WBC together, and Soto would later say he views Cano as a mentor. That was a guy who I follow since I was a little kid and a guy I want to be like. But definitely, yeah, it, that was the name when the Yankees sounds like that was the name that comes up to my mind. So you can understand nice. the, you know, the country connection, but wanting to be like him and what Cano became after he left the Yankees and the suspensions well, and whatnot, maybe not. Maybe not the... 
the probably best not. To... But the best version of him. Yes, the best version of him. The Yankee version of him, certainly, while he was here. Very productive player, as uh, as we know. All right, so since it's kind of a lighter day as far as the sports topics, we had no local teams in action last night. A couple of station things here. Uh, oh, Jerry, I feel compelled to bring this up. You were out yesterday. Of course, I had the midday show, so Schwartz was in here with the fellas. And... You know, kind of became the focal point of the show, as is often the mm-hmm. case. Like I went into the Odyssey app, and Al does a great job of writing the descriptions for each segment. It was, you know, Peter Schwartz this, Peter Schwartz that. <laughs> he wears this sweatshirt. He does this. He does right. that. So uh, late in the show, I went ran to the bathroom. Right, you know, last segment or second to last segment before these guys are ending, getting ready for the midday show. And Geo brings up Schwartz again when he's not even in here. Okay. So Boomer had finally had enough, and he called him out. And uh, you and I would end up in the crosshairs a little bit. You are just like fascinated by. Peter Schwartz. I am. I totally am. I'm fascinated by his whole. I told you. I, do, I delved deep into this once with you. Why? Like I just have this jealousy of his childlike innocence. fascination. His yes, innocence. right. Yes, there's an innocence. Well, there, it's yes. be, and not. It's not only of his age, but it's the fact that he lives on Long Island and he's in this business that, and he's been grinding forever. Every other person I know. That has gone through a situation like he's gone through, well, whether it be CeeLo or Jerry as a guy who worked with in Pittsburgh, Jim Colony, they're all miserable. Like, they're all so angry about <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, it's like Frascona. He's Frascona, miserable yeah. There's like, another one. Like, so everybody, but Peter is just, just he's just going through life like, oh, look, there's a there's a Baskin Robbins here. Like, wow. <laughs> you, know, he's, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like there's an angel that is laying out rose petals. For Peter and his charmed life <laughs> and his people. You and I are angry and miserable. I am so, not you know? even remotely <laughs> compared, compared to him, we I'm very carefree. Compared to uh, me too. Compared to him, well, we all you, are. You did not include yourself in that. Uh, in that. Well, discussion I, can, I thought it was implied so, in the uh, fact yeah, that right. that I am fascinated by the fact Rascona that he can, gets he can enjoy in there it too as well. Man, of all the names, you shred under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> there is no walk of life that I am thought of as angry and miserable except here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it by really our, is by our listeners and by the two guys that you work with five days a week. <laughs> I don't think even Al or, or uh, Eddie would think that you're angry and miserable. I, correct. I blame Craig on this. No, he is not. Right. to that big time. Right, yeah, but Craig's boomer, the one yeah. that started this right. false narrative. <laughs> and now Boomer likes to... Oh, but hell, Boomer. Pound he the hammer and he's yeah. going to wear out the hammer. Yeah, <laughs> that comes down to people being judgmental pricks as opposed to not really caring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, Your I, opinion I, is nothing. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, that does bother me. An ignorant opinion... That that annoys me to no end. Well, there are things that bother you. Bother you. Well, but for I sure. Call you. I wouldn't call you angry and miserable. People are scum. <laughs> most people are useless. God, most people don't get it. They just don't get it. They f you every, every way. Every way, Jerry. Bend over, and we're gonna stick it right up your ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else at some point is going to let you down. Just every oh, time we can do no. this again tomorrow. Come I'm on, sorry. so I heard. I walked into the control room. I said, to the, "I said I'm angry and miserable." When did that happen? Anyway, that yeah. all, all well, meanwhile, you guys are saying stuff like this, and Peter's well, like, he, "The McRib's yeah. back." <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I like how he subtly started to grease you guys for the uh, 2026 All Star Game tickets already. Uh, what? Right out of the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where's that? The at? announcement. Uh, UBS you, Arena. UBS Arena. Oh, okay. I know you were out of town with uh, with Rutgers. Over guys got to start getting his own contacts here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or a new email address. <laughs> what will he be doing at the next Boomer and Geo Live? <laughs> That's what Boomer well, said. He dancing goes, like a clown naked. Down, right. Right, right. That'll well. come down to what do we dump on him to get him the tickets. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, let's continue uh, with this theme here. Well, so here was McMonagle. Uh, this is a holdover, and I've been told this was not aired yesterday, so I'll give this to mm. you. Uh, here he is breaking down the stadium series early Monday morning on his overnight program. And we had an incredible couple of days of hockey as the Devils beat the the Flyers and the Rangers beat the Islanders. Let's hear it, Yan- uh, uh, Yankee fans. Let's hear it, uh, Ranger fans. I think Agio's going to kill me. <laughs> I did not hear that. Freudian slip. Perfect. <laughs> he is unbelievable. That is pretty funny. <laughs> he mentions the Devils, the Flyers, the Islanders, and Rangers, yeah. and then goes, let's hear it, Yankees. So it comes yeah. back oh, to the Yankees. Yep. Yep. And right, oh, Gio's going to kill me for that. He knew. He knew he was dead in the water. Well, this morning when he was promoting the fact he was going to be on with BT tomorrow, co-hosting the Midday Show, he goes, I'm bringing Yankee hot stove to the Middays, and no one can stop me. <laughs> oh, BT, I'm sure, will welcome it. Oh, yeah, no, it. without be a doubt. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did the Tyrese Halliburton weird voice thing last hour. How about your boy Marash apart on the air yesterday as uh, Tiki took a little jab at him, so Marash was all worked up that Tommy DeVito was so involved in the stadium series, not just for Sunday with Rangers Islanders, but even Saturday night, he voiced ESPN's big preview piece for uh, Devil's Flyers. Um, so he was upset about that. Tiki took a shot, and then as he tried to defend himself... Sean's not a real Giant fan. <laughs> oh, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? You would never hate on a guy who's still on I'm the not, Giant. I'm not hating on <laughs> What's up with your voice? <laughs> it's, it's had it. Look, <laughs> it's had it. No, no, get passionate. What were you about to say? Like I have had... had you look how I triggered him. How could you say I'm not a real Giant fan? I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm no, being he, honest. I love Tommy DeVito. I hope he works out to be the starter. You know what? At some point, you got to take a timeout. Just take a timeout. Take a little T.O. What happened to you? I think the hours have gone on. I've had enough energy drinks, and I think we're nearing the end of the show, and I think my body, as fat and as out of shape as it is, has said, hey, fatso, you treated me like crap yesterday. You came with all your hockey passion today. You are done, pal. Go to bed. Kiss my fat ass! And he did have himself quite a, we'll call it 24 hours or so, because he was in the building. He was nice enough to come on my Sunday evening show after he got off the train about 9 o'clock. Did a Sunday evening show, let him, too. Let him sober up a little bit. And he came on. He sounded perfect. Good energy. He was nice and lucid and clear and did a great job answering all the questions. But the voice finally, he finally had to tap out yesterday. Do you see the picture of those guys on A-Rod Day that they posted when all of them were wearing their A-Rod stuff? I'm not sure that I did. No. I didn't. Man. Did Evan wear A-Rod stuff? He he did. Did he really? And uh, he is just as disheveled looking as you well, could his, possibly. So it's not just the beard anymore. Even the hair looks horrible. McMonagall was killing him for that this oh, morning. That, okay. like he's got to come up with some gel or a different look or something. And I saw because I did go to YouTube to see if they, I saw that they had A-Rod on. So I wanted to see the interview and it came right up and I couldn't. <laughs> oh my oh, God. God. Looks like a mugshot. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Is he not allowed to cut his hair either? Is that part of the deal? I guess, or no, comb it? I guess, I guess not. Yeah, well, that, or wash it? You can oh, make the wow. case that that was always uh, an issue even before the beard, uh, to be fair. Yeah, he looks. He really looks terrible. Sure. No, he I mean, he, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's an inmate. I mean, he is... This, this is a lineup. This is, uh, this is like a... Yeah, this is a lineup. Yeah. So, I guess if they... So, he's not going to do anything with this. Alonzo's not getting signed. I'm sure he's working on if. the next way out. The, the pickleball thing backfired. I'm sure he's concocting his next plan. I mean, cut the hair fine. Let the beard go. That'll be funny. But cut the hair. The hair's worse. Honestly, the hair I feel is like worse he always than the beard. Had bare hair, bad hair there. We just didn't notice it as much because the beard wasn't accompanying it, I think. Yeah, it really. I it's a bad look. I don't know. Bad look at this point. <laughs> it's not what you want. By the way, <laughs> Moresh had a bad comment about Boomer 2 last night. Did he? Mm. Last on the or yesterday mm. on the show? Yeah, five o'clock. Oh, yeah. 
Right? If on it was it part of the Cinco de Fivo? Uh it might have been, yes. Okay. It had to do with Matt Martin. Okay. His daughter. I'll have to check into Not that. Great. We'll bring that to oh, you next. Really? Hopefully we'll bring that Went to you next Across the line personally well, thing? I mean <laughs> I wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> I don't have a daughter. <laughs> but if oh, I did oh, it's one of those I things. Like, all right, well, oh, I can, I can effort that for next wrong. time. Wrong. Uh-oh. But I thought, you probably don't go there. Yeah, the daughter thing is, mm. is very, very, very tough. Yeah, they've you don't sparred want to a few times, but yeah, if you go the daughter route, that's, I feel like Why there's you, been some you, I'll find it for you. I can find it. And then we'll play it. You Listen, tell me, maybe I'm off clear, We don't have a ton of audio to play today, so I'm well, sure I, get I can very, find that for I you. get very uh, defensive with the daughter stuff, so I'm probably not going to like it. I'm not going to like it at all. And it's not, it's a Sydney reference, not... His granddaughter, just to be clear. Okay. Still. Yeah, I would have thought Still, that, right? yes. Yeah. Still his daughter. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, you do have the hockey locals back in action tonight. Rangers stars at the Garden. Blue shirts, of course, off the uh, stadium series win. They'll be going for their league-leading eighth win in a row. The Islanders visit the Penguins. Devils at the Capitals. Uh, let me give you this. Women's college basketball. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. LSU. Tell me it's February. That tell yeah, me it's February. I know, I know. LSU Vanderbilt uh, on ESPN. I believe this was ESPN. So a little quick late game analysis out of an LSU timeout. You tell me what you guys hear here. As a coach, I say, bitch, stay in this ball game. Stay excited. Stay enthusiastic. Pull your team through. I don't care if the officials are telling you to sit down. It's bench the, that sounds yeah. a lot like another. Oh my B-word. god! Yes. Yeah. As a coach, I say, bench, stay in this ball game. That's close. That is really well, close. I mean, the southern accent clearly. She's bench. saying bench, but it bench sounds like something else. So that that was plastered all over my timeline this morning. Let's try to work That's that one pretty in funny. For you. Is yeah. that uh, her last name is Peck? I think. I she's died. The coach I Iowa. I think. No, I Eddie. Her last name Get is a hobby, man. <laughs> He does blood <laughs> Right, is that the one? <laughs> Get a life. Peck is her last name, you said? I think. Carolyn, oh, maybe. <laughs> I hear that. All I can think of is Ghostbusters. I like this morning. My name is Someone Peck. referenced someone being <laughs> Division 2. And he's like, he didn't know the nickname. It was like he was apologizing for not knowing. No, it was, no, we were talking about the brawl with Incarnate Word. And he was, because Al, like, Al was like, what is this incarnate word? He's a word? Is it word? And then he's like, oh, the Cardinals, right? And sure enough, it was the Cardinals. Uh, no, but there was a Division Two football team or something did where we? he didn't did remember. And you didn't. Oh, you said yeah, you did say you were so and so had a Division Two football team. It was you almost like you up, were Eddie. apologizing. Yes. You didn't know their Who name. The heck was it? It's all right. You forgot already. I, I forgot. That's, doesn't matter. That's, doesn't that's okay. matter. Did you guys see the um, the Brees Hall? Yes. Carl Bank? Yeah, we did. talked about you that did. yesterday. Okay. Yep. All right. Very good. You got that. You talked about Jacques Vaughn. Um, what else can I, I tell you? I kinda, <laughs> you that, did. You guys did in the, wow. like the very early. We talked you opened about, the show with we it. We talked about coaches. As Gio said, no, they got right. Jacques well, Vaughn. You, Not yes. going to take any time on that. Well, you but. parlayed it into a coach's conversation. We did. Because quite honestly, yes. who really cares? Other than, even Evan yesterday well, was like, I'll do three minutes on it and I'm done. For sure. But who they get could be interesting. Well, for now, it's Kevin Ollie. He's going to run practice today. And then, Not so interesting. No. no. Well, who do you think they're going to get? I don't know. I have no idea. How do you pick a coach when they don't? you don't really have a feel right now for what their roster is or what, I, what it's going to be? I, wanted, I want a coach that's going to be the face of the franchise. I've said Van Gundy, but that doesn't seem like yeah. that's happening. See now, if they didn't have all the, if they didn't have Durant and Kyrie here, Steve Nash could have been that. But obviously, that wasn't the case with everything. He got run out of town. <laughs> yes, that's very quickly. Mean. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Very good, yeah. CeeLo. Thank you. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Build Ford Tough Studio. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hi, Bruin GL on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I'm curious to hear this Sean Morris shot at Boomer thing that you were talking about well, as CeeLo goes and looks for that. It's oh, yeah. not a shot at Boomer. I don't want to say that. It's something that, I don't know, you heard it like, Ew. Okay. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear what you, uh, or what this is when CeeLo brings it in. But I did want to play this. So there's, uh, there's new music out okay. by someone you know. And you have heard of clearly. Hmm. And I'm going to play the first 10 seconds okay. of this. Now, you're not going to hear the voice okay. because that would probably give it away. But I'm going to play the first 10 seconds of this new song mm-hmm. for you. And I will give you three guesses okay. as to who it is. All right? Yeah. And this person is very, very famous. So it's not like I'm trying to pull a fast one on you. Okay. All right, let's hear it. It's clearly a country song. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I have no idea. What was? Guess a couple well, artists I, ba- based on you, Jordan Davis. That doesn't sound like his sound, though. Not Jordan Davis, right? Doesn't sound like his sound. Um, Travis Tritt. No, not Travis Tritt. Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. So you got Jordan Davis, Travis Tritt, Reba McIntyre. What if I were to tell you one more time, there, Al, from the beginning of this? What if I were to tell you? Don't. Don't tell me Antonio Brown. No. Well, I don't know. He's, he's a music. He does, he, he, he does music. This ain't Texas. Beyonce. Oh, well. They are down, 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 down. Beyonce did a country song. Good for her. I know, it's great, right? Throw your keys up. Kind of like it, actually. Not bad. I would have. I would have been here till next week. I would have never said Beyonce. Yeah. Now, did she do a, a whole country album or just a song? I don't. I don't know. I know this song is out. There's a tornado. When did this come out? Uh, a few days ago. I think and the curse is in the next line. Oh, okay. <laughs> how many? How many? Antonio Brown. How many streams in a couple on Spotify? Thirty-four million right now. In three days? That's correct. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pretty wow. Good. I mean, it's Beyonce. You can't be too surprised. No, I, right? That's not a Beyonce type song, though. Yeah, but I think it's also got a lot of intrigue, too. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's totally no different. Doubt. No doubt. Um, that sounds great. Yeah, I know. I thought I'd... Uh, <laughs> Travis Tritt. 
I have no idea where that came from. I no, I, I probably would have said something similar. I, oh. And I only, you know, I would have never thought of her either because I thought where you were going was it was a band that has a certain sound. Yeah. You know, a lot of the bands, you know who they are when you... That was like, uh, Johnny Cash? I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of Jordan Davis, I do think he does have a new song either out or coming out. I saw something on his social media. I okay. I'm not positive. He's though. playing in Philadelphia next month. I believe. Yeah, he was just at the Manchester City game out there. He was doing a UK tour. Oh, cool. So he was out there on Sunday at the uh, Manchester City soccer game. They treated him to a whole thing. So for him. International Jordan Davis. Yeah. From Bayshore at the Boomer and Geo boat party to international tour dates. What's the biggest arena he could play now, would you say? He's not a stadium guy yet, you would agree. What could he uh, sell I mean, out? he... Uh, I mean, he opened for Luke Combs at that Mohegan Sun mm. Arena. That's all I want to know. And I think he could probably he? he could probably headline that one. That's I what I want to know. I think he probably headline Mohegan Sun Arena now. Could yeah. he headline the Garden yet or not yet? Nah, I don't. I, I think that's a little. That's yeah. asking for a little bit too much at this juncture. I think he would even say that. Okay. Um, I but mean, he, he was what the country artist of the year. No, he was not. They had the song of the year. He had the Something song of the year. He had the song of well, the year. It's a pretty big deal. It is. But the Garden. Like I think, they, I think, I think Morgan Wallen uh, clearly he sells out stadiums. That guy, so he's one. Luke Combs for sure. Uh, we've seen Eric Church do it. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of guys. I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe. There's I a said chance. the Al before the show. I was at the the Hard Rock in Atlantic City Friday night, and the Tedeschi Truck Band. Oh, I've heard there, of them. Yeah, yeah. Which I had never heard of. And when the show ended, the amount of people that came out, and someone said, "Yeah, they sold out like weeks ago." Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, maybe he could. I'm not sure. You know, I'd have to I'd have to ask somebody who would actually know about it. I'm sure Luke Bryan could. He was, uh, you know, old, and Zach Bryan as well. Both Bryans, I think, could probably sell out the card. Yeah, sure. This, at this point, I mean, Kenny it is, Chesney. Kenny Chesney's done. He's on Tim well, McGraw. He's, yeah, he sells out stadiums. Kenny yeah. Chesney. I think Tim McGraw. You think he could still sell out a stadium? Uh, no, he plays like uh, Jones Beach type places now. Yeah, but but Kenny Chesney, man, he used to roll into. So this was a big thing. But with Kenny, the Kenny Chesney tour, where they go into these these stadiums and the parking lots used to get trashed mm -hmm. by the people. Like it, the, it would look like a war zone after the country music fans with the Kenny Chesney tour, and you'd be like, it looked like a, a, a Bills game when they were tailgating for twelve <laughs> hours. Yeah, I mean, it was just insane. I remember that being like a big news thing. Kenny Chesney had to come out. Come on, guys, pick up after yourself. Come on, put stuff in the garbage pails. The only time I experienced something close to that, or maybe even like that, was the only time I went to a Bruce concert. And it was before it was MetLife Stadium. It was still Giant Stadium. So yeah. whatever year that was, it was pretty close to before they knocked it down. And I remember we got there from probably an 8.30 show, something like that. We got there around 4, 4.30, and the parking lot was already jammed by 4, 4.30. Then the people coming in with like the Bruce flags, like it was a football game, it blew me away, and I do remember because it rained that night, and he, as you guys know, he, he goes on for four hours. Yep. We left after two and a half hours because we were soaked. Not a huge Bruce fan anyway, and I remember just seeing all the crap in the parking lot, thinking, this has been some party. Maybe <laughs> not to the extent you're talking about, but I would say pretty close. Yeah, no, those, yeah, the, any any sort of stadium concert Ooh, situation, man, it's, it is a, it, it's just a complete mess afterwards. All right. Uh, let's get back to uh, some of the calls at 877-337-6666. Of course, Pete Alonzo has been a hot topic for the last couple of weeks and months. And Don in Red Bank is calling about that. What's going on, Don? Good morning. 
Guys, good morning. It's a pleasure to speak to you. You guys work really hard on the show. Big fan. Hi, Don. Uh, and I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Because of Boomer and your your producers, we get it. Alonzo's not going to sign because of his agent. Having said that, that's no reason to take calls from Yankee fans saying that Pete Alonzo wasn't 10% of the player that David Wright was. You think that was a Yankee fan? I thought that was a Mets fan. It didn't sound like. Uh, what kind of a Mets fan is that? You name me the guy. You guys were talking earlier about athletes that get paid and don't care. Yeah. Like Rendon, as opposed to athletes that get paid and still want to win. I know you guys watch the Netflix quarterbacks thing. Mm -hmm. If you see how hard Mahomes works, he's one of those guys that yep. wants to win regardless of the money. What do you have, like 580 commercials on during the season or something like that? Yeah, I mean, how about even Kirk Cousins in that whole thing? I mean, that guy worked so hard. He did that brain scan oh. thing to, to get his uh, synapses firing quicker. Like that That's another guy who put it all in, and he's he makes like $40 million a year. Yeah, and you watch that, like you watch that from their perspective. Those guys get killed, man. He got hit more than anybody. Mm -hmm. But anyway, is, is there a Met that you guys can think of that's been more the face of the franchise than Pete Alonso other than David Wright over the last decade in terms of positivity. Mm. I guess we're not going to sign him till the end of the season, but let's not bash the guy like he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and I, I don't think that that, and we, and we said exactly that to that caller. Let's not swing it too far. Let's not bash Pete Alonso. I mean, I also think that that caller was going to the point of, like, you're really going to pay this guy, you know, $250, $300 million for just being a power hitter that is in his 30s uh, who doesn't do anything else particularly well is what his point was. But I, you can't dislike Pete Alonzo as a player. I think that the conversation is how much does Pete Alonzo mean to the Mets? And there will be a number to that. I think everybody would love to have Pete Alonso retire as a Met, but if you're doing business in baseball in 2024 and 2025, what are we talking about as far as a as a number and years and length for someone like that? And I think that's what the caller was trying to get to. He's going he's 30 now, yeah. which means at the end of this year, the first year of that new contract, he's going to be 31. Guys don't usually, I know there's been some outliers there, but a lot of guys don't really age well, especially in the power department. And he is an, he's an okay first baseman. I don't, I think he gets, um, characterized unfairly. There are people who think he's a bad first. He's fine. He's an average first baseman. He ain't not a gold glover, but he's, he's good. He's fine over there at first base. Um, the average did fall off last year. I do think partly because he was injured, but he's going to be 31. So how much is, 45 home runs and 100 RBIs worth to you when you're not going to get a whole lot else. And you also know that those numbers are going to start coming down. Like, I understand he went, he was extreme. But to the person that doesn't want to give Pete Alonso the money, the question is, what's he worth? That, yeah, that's the question. And I also need to see, like, things changed a hell of a lot for me after this past season. I understand he was hurt for a little bit, but he didn't miss that much time. But he came back too soon. That was the problem. But when you're uh, the face of a team that can win a division, which they were close to doing uh, back in 2022, yep. uh, that led the division most of the year, when you're someone who is uh, on a team that's in the playoffs and you're in the middle of that lineup, that's one thing. You know, when you're the face of the team and hitting a bunch of home runs for a team that's 20 games out of first place, then you're just you're useless to me. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are.
No, it doesn't help. I mean, you're not not, the best player. You're not winning games. It was the classic line where uh, Ralph Kiner used to tell this story all the time. When he led the league in home runs, he went into the GM's office of the Pittsburgh Pirates, whatever that was in the 40s Mm -hmm. or 50s, and said, I need a raise. I just led the league in home runs. He goes, well, where did we finish? The GM said, he goes, last. He goes, well, we could finish in last without you. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, Let's go to Kenneth in Newark. What's going on, Kenneth? Hey, what's up there, boom? Hey, what's going on, Kenneth? What's going on, brother? This is Kenneth from Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, I remember you, Kenneth. You're a great caller. What's going on? Yeah, I'm I'm ready to let you have it. I just want (laughs) to say one thing. (laughs) Why why can't the Mets want to keep their homegrown player but it's okay for the Yankees to blow Aaron Judge. Uh, uh, uh. Well, what? Come on. I mean, why can't we have one guy that we want to keep? I'm tired of you guys acting like he's nothing. Well, what are Who's you acting like he's when nothing? What are you talking about? And, and Jerry Recco, you two over there. I see you. <laughs> I, I, Kenneth, I think you're talking to the wrong two guys. No. Yo, you guys. No, wrong. Kenneth, I sat here all summer last year and said the Mets need to re-sign him now, meaning in 2023. Now we're into 2024. He's going to make a nice paycheck this year. He's going to be 31 next year. We'll see. It doesn't mean they're not going to re-sign him, but this notion that you have to. Gio made a great point. If this team is eight games under 500 and going nowhere fast at the trade deadline, are you going to keep him just because he's a homegrown yes, Met, or 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 are you going to trade him and bring back more blue chip prospects so that maybe the future is that much brighter? I don't get you guys. <laughs> yeah, I just explained it yeah, to yeah, you, hey, Kenneth. You know, come listening. on now. What are the Yankees going to do? Or what did they do to Aaron Judge there, Kenneth? <laughs> did you hear that one? Oh, I, know, I heard him. Yeah, I, I paused. I heard him. I was he. Was he trying to say that, or was he trying to say something after I that? I don't know. And he just I ended up know. stopping. I don't know if his phone line went dead. I I'm going to go with option two. Like, you blow Aaron Judge away with some sort of Correct. Yeah, bunch yeah. of money, and he just Probably. never said the rest of it? But Aaron Judge is also a better baseball player Yeah. than Pete Alonso. I love Pete Alonso. He's a great home run hitter. He's a fine first baseman. Aaron Judge is the face of baseball, along with Shohei Otani. Yeah, he was an MVP. He just is. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 